Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The most important thing we got to do is we got to have, we got to have a vision for how we want it to look. We have to have a process that we want to have. And sometimes you can have a vision, you can have a process and the result's not what you want, you know? And so you got to make sure that you're not overreacting to result that, you know, maybe just kind of was an aberration in the moment. And then you got to look at maybe is the process right? So I think just like coaches going through that, I think that's one of the things we're real about around here. You know, how can we get better? What can we do better to improve ourselves? You know, to me, uh, we're at a point here where the only thing that matters is winning. That's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that matters is for us to put out a product on the field that gives us the best chance to win a championship every year. And I know we can do that because we've done it. How are we trying to calm everyone down? That was a good that was some good work there. Howie Roseman yesterday. Next to Nick Sirianni. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio is how he tries to make sure everyone knows, listen, just because it doesn't go right doesn't mean we're off the tracks here. Things we could get this thing back on pretty quick. He also talked about the team, the guys they have, and listen, this is not a bad team, at least in Howie's eyes. It's, it sounds to me after listening to this that he thinks he could put this together rather quickly. Here was Howie yesterday on the cupboard not being a bear here. Um, and it takes all of us. Uh, we had a tough stretch. Um, if you go back to when we walked off the field after the Buffalo game and we were 10-1, and which, you know, I've talked about that time machine. I would take a time machine to do that. That would be a beautiful thing, but we can't. Um, I think there would be a lot different narrative being told, and we can't lose sight of the big picture. Um, we have a lot of good people on this football team. We got a lot of good players. We got a lot of good coaches. We got a lot of good people in this building. You know, I look around this building, and I couldn't be more proud of the people. That doesn't mean we can't fight through adversity. That doesn't mean we can't overcome this and take this back to the level and beyond that we were at last year. It's not going to take a snap of the fingers. We got to work hard. We, we got to do whatever we can to have the right people. Um, bringing the right people to to do that, but we have a lot of those pieces in place. Um, this cupboard isn't even close to bear. That sounded like Howie trying to calm us down that they're in bad shape, right? Like the he, the way he framed that was the cupboard's not bare. We have mm-hmm. a lot of good people. We're gonna fix this quickly. That's yeah. the way I took that. I kind of I kind of believe that, but it, and I feel like to his point, you can fix it quickly, but I think you got to fix it with young players because, like you you pointed out a few days ago. 
that you have a lot of money, a lot of big-time bread invested on the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball, and there are some questions that you have to answer about, you know, maybe you know getting the skinny Batman paid and, and Jason Kelsey potentially coming back. So, to me, that that's rookies. That's rookies. And I think part of the problem that, I mean, why we have some of the issues that we're having is that we don't put a, a whole lot of emphasis or, or the last couple of years we've been kind of getting sell swords. You know, guys that have come from somewhere else instead of got, getting guys that understand the philosophy and the mentality of being what a Philadelphia Eagle is. No, that sounds kind of strange coming from me because I didn't, I didn't get drafted here, but, you know, I, I got roots here. So it's one of those things I, I feel like you have to have more guys that are invested in that as opposed to just being somebody that's like a, a higher gun, if you will. So to your point on that, the Eagles were awarded, Hugh, the most compensatory draft picks. And that's when you, you lose free agents. You get a pick the next year based on how much money they got and all that. So the Eagles, so I think the NFL awards 32 of these across the league each year. And mm-hmm. that's a matter of how many you get of those 32. The Eagles got the most. They get four in this draft. They get four extra picks because of all the players they lost last offseason. So, I mean, it's a major offseason for Howie. I mean, it, obviously, decisions they have to make on veterans, like a guy like Slay, Bradbury, you know, and then, but to nail these picks, because he's got a lot. They have a lot of picks in this draft. Yeah, and I think you can. I, I think that what you have to do, like, you're going to have to let young guys play, but I, I think the thing of it is, you got to get young guys that have that, that salty mentality that you're going to have to have. There's a lot of soft play that I saw in the secondary and from, from guys that at positions where like I, I know for a fact that there have been former Philadelphia Eagles at that position that weren't perceived as being soft. And I'm not just talking about the era that I'm playing in. I'm talking about before that. Mm. So you have to get back to that linebacker play as was soft for this team. Corner play. When you think about the McMillans and guys that played corner like that, it, it, it was a little soft. You know, the Eric Allens. So there was a culture here and a standard that I feel like we have to get back to when we talk about this Philadelphia Eagles defense. Well, you know, just go to a year ago. I mean, they had an, they had an edge to them last year. I'm not yes. saying they were all-time players. That, that, that guy, you know who, who we were talking about this morning, who's missed? What's that guy's name that's playing this weekend that plays for the Lions? C.J. G.J. Who, who, who threw the ball back to the, to the quarterback after he intercepted it. And called him out his name a couple times. Yeah, he played with an edge. Yeah, he got attitude. The other thing he did is he made play. He's a playmaker. I mean, he's a great player. I don't know. He's not an all-time player. He's not even a star, but he's good. And he they didn't nobody in the in the defensive backfield that made any plays this year. How many interceptions do we think the Eagles had this year? Four, maybe six. Five. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's the, that's the range right there. Four, five, six. It's um, they played seventeen. They played eighteen games. Did CJ have six interceptions himself last year. I think he did. They just didn't make plays. I mean, they got to find guys that could make some plays. All right. One of the things easier to fix here, Hugh, is how he goes in his offseason, offense or defense? Offense. I think, and the reason why I say offense is because you already got playmakers on that side of the ball. You just need to figure out how to get them to them. So you think the defense is a larger climb here? Yeah, because you're, you're going to be playing a defense, I think, with mostly young players. Mm. Like, in my opinion. Like, if it's me, the only starters that are – that are going to be on this team that were started from last year are the guys in the trenches. Carter, Reddick, Sweat. Yes. Davis is here. I'm not sure if he plays as much if they I, get another and, guy. Uh, and like I said, you know, uh, Slade, to me, I don't know what the money situation is. He wouldn't be a starter for me because I, I feel like going into this, I need to change my defensive philosophy. And I need, my, I need to ask my corners to do more 
than what they've been doing, what they've been asked to do here in this defense. I need my corners to play more run support. I need them to come up in the run game and be more of a factor. They weren't a year ago. They weren't. I mean, and that, that's just the truth. They played off a whole lot, didn't play a whole lot of pr- press. Not saying that I'm going to be, if I was the defense coordinator, like I would play a whole lot of man-to-man coverage. But I do need to see a little bit more press, and I do need to see a little bit more physicality from the corner spot. So Slay is a guy that it would cost him a lot to cut, but they could trade him. The contract yeah. is tradable. I would, I would trade him. I would trade him. And I would, like I said, I would go with the young guys. I know veteran leadership and all that stuff is a factor, but I feel like I could go with the young guys and I can get them to grow into these positions. And you already know how I feel about the young linebackers. We're going to have to go out and get some guys. Now, I don't know how much, I don't know how comfortable anybody would be with starting three linebackers that were drafted. And I'm talking about in this year's draft. I don't know how comfortable they would be with that. Maybe go out in free agency and get maybe one, maybe get a middle linebacker. But those two young linebackers on the edge would probably be young guys. Whatever plan it is, and better include Trot's kid. I mean, that, that's where I'm at with this offseason. Trot's got to be here. As, as far as what's easier to fix or will be more challenging, the offense comes down to this. How quickly can Jalen Hurts get back to the level he was at a couple years ago? And how, how much time does he need to learn a brand new offense? Remember, this was the whole thing with him, like, he had never gotten to be in the same offense multiple years. And I understand it. It, it kind of set him back. Like he didn't have that instant recall. He had to learn on the fly. But then the one year he had the same guy, Steichen, he took off and, and went, you know, got to a Super Bowl. Do we have to go through a whole year of him learning a new offense? No, that, I mean, Kyle, that could set the offense back, even though there's plenty of players on that side. Yeah, I would say the offense for me also is by far the biggest concern with this team. Or, like, or I think going to be the biggest hill to climb. To get it fixed, like for the defense, I think the explanation for how they played last season was pretty simple. Like they weren't good enough talent wise, and they didn't have a, an experienced coach to get them to play above the talent that they had. The fix to me, I mean, I, I know it's a little bit harder than I'm going to make it seem here, but get more talent, and you have Vic Fangio, an experienced play caller who might be able to get them to play above the talent that they actually have. So I think that's a pretty simple fix. The offense to me is far more inexplicable like why were they as bad as they were with as much talent as they had and I feel like it goes beyond just the fact that they didn't have good enough coaching or or the the quarterback's knee was a little bit banged up offenses don't play that badly when they have that amount of talent unless something deeper is going on I think that's what we have to figure out but I think that's part of a fix I'll say but when you just talk about on the surface because I don't know what the problem is but looking at the surface of it Kyle they should be the easiest to fix. Get the ball to the playmakers. Bottom line, I have five to choose from. Well, one of them might not be here, Swift. But you get what I'm saying. I have enough guys offensively where if I'm if I'm if I have a little bit of creativity, I can figure out how to get them the football. I mean, that shouldn't be hard. Mm-hmm. There should be at least. I, I feel like this offensively. There should be at least five to six go-to plays that are like money for me. One of them needs to be a hot route, hot read, and a couple quick hitters just to get, you know, get the offense going. There needs to be five or six plays in this offense that are going to get my offense going. Everybody has those. Everybody has those five or six plays that you could go to. And we need to do a better job with two-minute drills, four-minute drills, six-minute drills, how many, however many drills we have. We need to do a better job with that. Situational football. Situational football.
Yeah, and how long will it take? I mean, we, we, once in a while you see a new coordinator come in, new offense. It takes the quarterback and everyone like five weeks to get on the same page. And this happens. So we may be in for that. It might work. Whoever this guy is, Kellen Moore, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, who's our other guy we got here? Or uh, who's the other? Um, Gerard Johnson, right? Those are our three names so far. Yeah. Whoever it is, it might take you know a handful of weeks for that offense to feel like, okay, I get it now. Terminology, what I'm expecting. He's here in this moment. So I, I think defense is a matter of personnel. Fangio, I think they'll be fine. They got to get on the same page back on offense. Rodney in Delaware. What's up, Rodney? Yo. Hey, Rotten Rodney. Rotten Rodney. Roddy, Rotten, what are you feeling today? Yeah, here's the deal, guys. I'll tell you what, that was such a sick thing that went down, and he's, you could hear in his voice, he ain't going to even be here. If you didn't think Lori wasn't contacting up there in New England, uh, that coach just got retired, you're crazy. And then, first of all, these last six games, all you've seen was that, that that offensive line was failing for the quarterback, defensive line. Put all the defensive things in there, and you're going to see that they ran through the they ran through our defense like it was nothing. It, what has to be corrected? How about this? That coach, he won't be here. You will never say that name again because if Lori wasn't contacting as soon as they seen the New England coach was getting cut loose, if you don't think he's talking to him, you're crazy. I'm going to say right now. Hey, Hugh. Hey, Joe. Hey, Kyle. And another thing, I built that stadium, the link, and uh, Andy Reid, and I think, Hugh, you were there, and I got the signature by you. Oh, how about that? So you were part of, like, the build and the construction of the link? Yeah, I'm a union bricklayer, and a shout-out to all the union bricklayers and all the union laborers. That's pretty cool. Shout-out to the bricklayers. I almost became a bricklayer when I was coming up. Yeah, like when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah man, me, me you, and my brother yeah. went to bricklaying school together. Yeah, then yeah, I and, and up to Hugh, I, th- I seen them five black USC's. Andy Reid, I think Hugh, you were in one of them. Well, that Ruddy, we didn't hear the end. It was a little choppy. Sorry, but we, we appreciate the phone call. How about that? He got your autograph, and he helped build the link. So you almost were a bricklayer. Yes, my brother, like me and my brother, went to bricklaying school. Would you like? Did time. you think you would have enjoyed it? Yeah, they they made pretty good money because yeah, sure. he he travels all over because he still does it. So he travels all over, you know, for different jobs and everything. He makes pretty good money. Yeah. So was it the kind of thing if if it wasn't for football and going to school to play football? Is that what you think you would have done? I'd probably been a, one of the. Yeah, I'd have been a bricklayer. Yeah. Probably been one of the meanest bricklayers on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a huge trivia question for down the line. Like, if you're listening today, you know the huge – if not I, yeah, a football player. I remember because I got bricklayer. accepted because where it was, it was a uh, – I forgot what it was, but you had to have like this, like $200 to start the class. Okay. And then they would teach you how to lay bricks. And I remember me and him went to class together, and at the last minute I, I decided to go to college. And I never forget. It. And he, he, like to this day, he's a bricklayer, make, making pretty good money. It's good making for him. Really good money. Yeah, we should, we could have people guess one day. Like if if Hugh didn't play football, what he would he have done? If I wasn't here, yeah, what would crazy. I be doing? I would have been a bricklayer. Bricklayer. Well, you know what? I mean, who knows? You could have built the link if yeah, you ended up here. Uh, I'd have came where the money was at. <laughs> I was going where the money resides. Instead, you played it. Yeah. Fabian in Miami. What's up, Fabian? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on? Hey, man? Fabian. What are you thinking? Hey, first of all, real quick, I just want to say Vic Fangio, he wasn't tired of the sunshine here in Miami, man. He was tired of all this traffic and everything going, getting expensive around here. Tra- traffic is getting bad or where? In Miami? Yes, sir. What's the weather like down there today, man? I would assume it's like in the 70s. Uh, yes, yeah, actually, I think it's about 72 with a, with a slight bit of wind. Well, we got like 50 with rain. It's, it's just it's it's kinda, a little gloomy. Yeah, it's gloomy here. We had a lot of snow last week, Fabian. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the Vic um, Fangio signing. I mean, I get it. You know, a lot of people don't agree with the uh, 
with the bend on break defense. But I mean, if you have the right players, and and I agree with you, you know, I think I think it's time to to let these young guys just just let them loose, man. Let those dogs hunt because I mean they got to make mistakes. That's the only way they're going to learn. You can't you can't just keep trying to drag these thirty forty year old players, man. Keep trying to play and they, and they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to make tackles. They don't want to do anything. Well, they spe- just want the money, especially in Fabian the secondary. Like I think you can have older guys in the lines, like the Eagles have with Fletcher and Brandon, because you could still get good snaps out of them. But if you have guys losing a step, like Bradbury, Slay, you know, Bayard. Roby. I mean, you can't have old guys in the secondary. These receivers are so fast; they just can't catch up. I agree with that. And as as far as with like Nick Sirianni, I mean, I don't understand how you guys are so upset when he's been giving us this these, these like the way he answers questions all year. Like they can ask him something simple. Hey, hey, Nick, uh, Jalen Hurts. He had a bad game. He threw ten interceptions. Uh, what do you think about that? I don't give a uh, shit. Jalen Hurts. I have trust in Jalen Hurts. Right. That that's exactly that's his answer all the time. Like I, I don't like if if pretty if good you can bring there. the if you can bring the right offensive coordinator in here. I mean, why not? Why not just um you know let the guy take a back seat, let him learn. You know, and it's yeah, he's the head coach, so it, it looks bad. But I mean, like like everybody he, says, he's not the only coach that's that's not calling plays right now. And he did yeah, it last he, year and took the team to the Super Bowl. He looked he looked bad though. That that press conference did him no favor. Yeah, so Fabian, you're right, and some people pointed this out that we did have a similar situation last year. Fabian, good call. But it, from what we understand and what he said, if we're just going off his word, it was his offense. Shane Steichen just happened to relay the plays in. That's the way they framed it to us. Yeah, now it's framed a little bit different now. Now it's someone news, news offense that we don't even know who it is. As far as – I'm not angry at Nick Sirianni. I, I have no anger towards him. I mean, I just – I'm frustrated at the franchise. Like, what are we doing? I, I don't get the point of all this. If, if, they didn't, if they wanted to take away his ability to do anything, they should have got a new coach. That, that's – that's where I my brain is spinning. Like, what what would you say you do here? I'm mad at Sirianni. I'm just wondering what he does here. I do. I I'd set the culture. I move the culture the culture uh, beads around as much as I possibly can because you know every now and then the culture the priorities change. So oh, I core values. The, the core yeah, values. Yeah, the, the 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 core values. I have to set, I have to change the core values when they need be. Just all depends. When, you think, you think next year he's going to be late to a like a press conference beginning of training camp? Like, we're, we're, why were you late? Just resetting those core values. Busy shuffling the core values, shuffling like, them up and one down. One of the letters got stuck. How many are there? Are there five? It's <sighs> yeah, get, yeah, good, good, good. Compete, <laughs> pop quiz. Name all five. Compete. Uh, connect. Con- connect. Connect. Connectivity. Compete. compete. Well, he missed one culture, of them. Culture, maybe culture. Connect. Yeah, there's three C's. C's. There's I three think C's. there's three C's. They, one of them didn't connect. You didn't connect with the culture. accountability. Is that one of them? I think that's one. Okay. Now, do we do you know the correct order? Because it changed. It's it's it's, it's moving, it's moving you're up asking, and down. You're asking for too much. That's too much. Yeah, we're we're lost here. Hassan is up next. What's up, Hassan? So much. How you guys doing this afternoon? What's going Good, on, Hassan. Man? I've, I've been sitting here listening to you before I get into it. You should just hire me. Let me be your realtor. Man, listen. That's not that's Hassan. That ain't my problem. My problem <laughs> is I just you know when I go home I'm home. Like, hey, you want to go look at houses? No, not really. <laughs> this is a Hugh problem more than anything else. This is this is on me, dog. This is on me. I need to just do better. I need to just get my butt up and go go look for a place. You see how easily you answered that to the accountability. Yeah, but it's just like you know. I know what my problem is, but you know what's gonna happen to Son? As soon as I hang this phone up talking to you, and I get off this, day, I'm gonna go straight back to where I'm standing, go to bed. 
That's it. That's it. No, no, no. You got to get up and go look for a place. I'm trying to segue into that. How does my coach not understand what his problem is? (laughs) Some people, like, but think about it like this, Hassan. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, just as easily as that conversation we had about what my problem is, a lot of people don't know what their their shortcomings are. Mm. They don't. A lot of them are thirty. A lot of them are head coaches. I. Right? Yeah, true. that's true. This and true. leader of men. Yeah, that's true. This is true. And 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 still to know what they're going on, like he he don't get that excuse, too. Yeah, he don't. You're right. He's not allowed to have that. Yeah, you're right. Which especially you talking about the kind of money. Uncertainty at the top. Yeah, it's a true. it's a good point, Hassan. Like Hughes only responsible for himself. If he wants to stay where he's staying, it's not going to affect you know everyone Anybody in Philadelphia. Else, yeah. Nick right. Sirianni's affecting all of us. He's the coach. Affecting all of us. It's like everything's going on. He affects your daily job. Like you're, you're affecting me, and I'm a trash man. And especially shout out to the streets department for clearing out, making it easy for everybody on the snowstorm. That's but, what's uh, you know. Nick's got to go. What is he here for? Uh, son, I've been asking this question for weeks and weeks, oh, man. He ain't going nowhere. Now he's staying. He's here. He's he going to be here. He's going to stay and, and just, you know, he's not going to do much, but he's going to be there. But I feel like you guys, we're liking it to all these situations. I remember, remember when, I don't even, he's, it's been so long and got him out of my, the coach before Doc. He was so bad, I don't even remember Brett his Brown, name. Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Brett Brown. When Brett Brown was on his way out and they kept him that extra year for no reason and got rid of Jimmy and everybody else, like, this feels like that time. Like, we were about to get rid of – people was talking about getting rid of A.J. and all these other good players when we need to get rid of the, the, the head of the problem. Because if we bring in an offensive mind that's going to get snatched right out of here, like, what is going to do? We already see he can't leave what was there because my offense is in Indianapolis. I've seen it. With the backup quarterback, I know that's the Hassan. That's the part that blows you away. That that uh, Sykin did it this year, mostly with with Gardner Minshew playing. Gardner right? Minshew was out there bowling. And wait, when they get Anthony Richardson back next year, they may be a force. Hassan, good phone call. It's true. I mean that that makes the whole thing feel. You know, it, it hits you harder. Like man, the offense went and it it succeeded with not much. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That's how you hop board. We'll hit as many of your phone calls as we can in the final segment. Get on board right now. Did anything from yesterday's press conference actually make you feel better? The Fangio part of this certainly, uh, I think, is a good thing. So does you. But everything else, whoo, that is, uh, it was, it was not easy. Plus, do we already know who Sirianni's replacement as the head coach will be down the line? We'll hit that next. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine for midday show on Sports Radio ninety four W. IP. All right. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. How about this? Jameer Gibbs combined rushing and receiving yards. Let's go with the over on that number. I think he's in store for a big day in the NFC title game. If you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. I really like the FanDuel. Get started $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to join today. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Make every moment more. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Just for clarification, though, it'll be your scheme and you'll have final authority on, on what is run. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Uh, what are you looking for in your new defensive coordinator? Are you looking for somebody potentially to be a little bit more aggressive? Well, no. My, my secretary does that. Or the facts. Huh. The offensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense and the defensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense. What is your role going to be? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the damn customers. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? We all thought it yesterday. We're watching that thing. We're listening to that thing. And we all thought about office space. I mean, that, <laughs> what exactly is it you uh, do around here? too funny. Uh, that ain't what I thought. I told you what I thought about. Marcellus Wallace. And he was talking about he wanted him to throw the fight, and he was like, I know. He said, there's going to be a time where, you know, something's going to be a stinging in your chest. That's pride. You need to fight through that. <laughs> like, if they want to ask you, sir. You fight like, through that pride. You're going to take this fall. You're going to take this fall. Don't let pride ruin a good thing for you. Go stare I Don't let that pride You're going to sit up there and take a beating for a half an hour, <laughs> and then they're going to beat you up for the next day or yeah, weeks or months. Yeah, that, that's definitely happening. Yeah, that's definitely happening. And it's that been happening wild. all day. Yeah, he's been, he's, been, he's been in a tough spot. All right, let's check out our Twitter poll at WIP Midday Show. Uh, today, you know, are you feeling any better after listening to that press conference yesterday, watching, listening to what happened yesterday? And I have to imagine that most people after, a, you know, almost 24 hours now, not quite because they were late to do that press conference, but for the most part, 24 hours ago to that whole thing, 61% no, not feeling any better, 39%. Yes. And by the way, one more thing I did see while we're here. Um, Hugh, uh, apparently Ike responded to your uh, PSA yeah. to start the show. and I called Ike trifling. <laughs> and he was like, hey, man, 
You know, he said it looks nice or whatever. Somebody talked about it looks nice in the neighborhood when you had the lights up. No, Ooh. no, that's trifling. So he that's said, uh, Ike said he leaves his up till the end of January. His so he got life. he on the clock. I don't see him out there now, but he he know he on the clock. That's just trifling, man. Like I'm riding through the, but it must be a suburb thing. So I'll give you my perspective. I uh, first of all, do you have your lights up? We, well, I don't. But he, but it's because I was told to go take them down like a week and a half ago. Okay, if so it was you up did to have me, them up. So if I'd have rolled through your neighborhood, you'd have been in that on that list. Uh, but I think it's okay until like the no, first. No, it's or not. Well, Joe. Wait, hold on. When, when are you supposed to take them down? When is when is Christmas over? Like the twenty sixth. I give, I give you to the first of January. I give you to the first. All right. I think I was probably in the January three or four range. Okay. Well, you 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 was trifling. Yeah. Well, I guess trifling. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just letting you know, if it, if it wasn't for being told to go do okay, it, they'd well, probably still be up. Okay, well, if you're not going to take your Christmas lights on, don't turn don't turn them on. If you're not going to take them down, don't turn them on. It looks nice, though. No, I, I no, agree with you trying, Ain't nobody trying to see that. That's trifling. You're being trifling. Like, it, don't don't turn your lights on because it's not Christmas. That, that, that day has passed. If you want to be trifling and don't take your lights down, that's fine. Don't turn them on, though. Like, I'm riding through the neighborhoods and folks still got their lights on. Why are you doing? What's, what's wrong with you? What's, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Well, you're busy around that time trifling. to get out there and take them down. Trifling. All right, and I want to see when you have your lights down, when you eventually get when this I find, place. Yeah. yeah. You, like, a lot of talking from a guy that's in a place. Nah, I will say this. I am true to me. I will not put up a Christmas tree, and I will not put up Christmas lights. Oh, so you don't even give yourself a chance to trifle. No, I ain't even a chance to be trifling. I ain't doing none of that, man. That's not what I do. No tree, even a fake one? No, I, like one time when I was married, my wife made me put up a Christmas tree, and it was one of the fake ones, right? Mm-hmm. And the tree fell. Like, I was pulling it up the stairs, and I fell, and it stabbed me in the face. Oh, you fell? Yeah, with the tree in my hand, and it stabbed me in the face. So you were out at that point. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Forget these trees. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bump that. We ain't celebrating Christmas right here no more. Usually people eventually get done with the real tree. They move to the fake tree. Hugh got done with the fake tree, and he just moved it's out. It's like, bump that. I ain't doing that. Uh, I let's almost go, died. Let's go back to the phones here. Mike's up next. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. Thanks for my call. Um, really quick, I'm going to start out with the reason why things aren't going to change is the culture's weak and the culture comes from the top. And if you've never played for a coach who's more angry on how you win versus how you lose, you, you won't understand that. And for, for a league that's chasing a trophy that the most famous coach ever said, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's how you play the game. And quote, our coach says, a win is a win is a win. That tells you more about the culture of great players playing bad football, which comes from a bad coach. Very simple. And in any business, you cannot have authority without responsibility, and that's virtually what they said yesterday. And it's unfortunate, Mike, because that's the only way to, to achieve greatness is to realize like, it, it does, if you win but you're not winning the right way, you better fix it because it's going to come back to get you fast. Yeah, this started in New England, guys. This started after the first game. Look at the press conference. We didn't even know how bad New England was, okay? And we looked at that game, and he came into the press conference like he just won a playoff game. It was a horribly played game. Only even looks horrible, more horrible now, because we know how bad New England was. And then for, for even Howard Eskin to be quoted after both Redskins games, or excuse me, Commanders, to say, to say, do you think these kind of games build characters? Do we care about the character of an NFL player? That's done at home. That's done at upbringing. That's done at family. Okay? Character isn't, isn't barely beating a weak team. 
That's never feeling uncomfortable. Okay, if Seth Joyner was a defensive coach, do you think this team would have been uncomfortable? I, I guarantee you they would. These are top players, and I think one of the reasons why A.J. Brown is so disgusted is he plays uncomfortable, okay? He's, he's beyond 100%, 105%. He's an uncomfortable player, and that's what you want at a pro level. And, and, and that, that says it all. A.J. is a, AJ's a top player, and, and so is Jason Kelsey. So is our QB, and our QB is being softened by a culture. Bottom line. Well, that's a big one, Mike. And if it's true, that's a shame because I, I think he came in here and he wasn't soft at all, mentally or physically, and hopefully that's not happening. Um, but one thing that is jumping out is, you know, as the Eagles go down this process, and we know that there's three main candidates that we've heard about. It's Kellen Moore, it's Gerard Johnson, it's Cliff Kingsbury. Those are the guys they've interviewed. You know, there's a real chance the next head coach of the Eagles, Sirianni's replacement, he's interviewing that guy. I, I, they're going down this path. If this offense works with whoever comes in, they're going to have a very hard time letting that guy leave. It's just a, a reality of it. Could you imagine if – just pick anyone. Kellen Moore, Cliff Kingsbury. Well, you pick your favorite one. Gerard Johnson. He comes in here and gets Jalen Hurst to play like an MVP again? They, yeah, I, we're not letting they, that guy leave. Then you're looking at – like if there's a threat that he's leaving, then you're probably looking at – you're probably looking at Coach Sideways and be like, yeah, dog. You the one got to go. Yeah, you might have to go. One, <laughs> hey, you appreciate what you've done for us. We're probably going – One of us we, has to leave. We're going to move in a different direction here. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the NFL is putting out the uh, five finalists for the awards. That I guess – when are they unveiling? Super Bowl week? We find out who wins the different awards? There's only one I've seen so far that has an eagle within the finalists. Can you guess what it is? One NFL award has an Lane eagle. Lane Johnson, the – Walter Payton, oh, man. So that one, I guess, is different than input out. Because I guess, does every team get a finalist for the Walter Payton? I yeah. think so. Yeah. So, so I, what I meant is like, you know, player awards. In terms oh, of rookie honor. of the year type stuff like that? Yes. Uh, Jalen Carter. You got it. That's it. Jalen Carter is one of the five finalists, as no one should be surprised, for the defensive rookie of the year, along with Will Anderson, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, Devin Witherspoon. Every other award I've seen, no, no Eagles in there. So Jalen's not a top five MVP guy, which, I mean, the season fell apart. I'm not surprised. Uh, will you guys be surprised to find out Nick Sirianni didn't make top five coach of the year this year? Anyone surprised in that one? I don't give a shit. Okay. I'm just asking. <laughs> just, just asking about so, that. So, do you think, like, I love Jalen Carter. I feel like he was kind of surpassed by the end of the season. Right? I don't like think it, he's going to win it. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't. Like, it feels like, I don't know. Like, if that could I go mean, to. He did phenomenal stuff at the well, beginning, yeah, no, but he of, did kind of fall off. But I'm I, saying, like, Will Anderson, Brian Branch, like, I feel like they did more in the more important part of the season. Gotcha. Yeah, the Rams kid, Kobe Turner, came on. And like, I think he led all the rookies in sacks. I, I don't think Carter was going to win it, but he was he was in there for a while. Uh, by the way, they did award one thing today. The executive of the year was awarded to Brad Holmes of the Lions. So Howie has been surpassed this year. He's not, not three <laughs> times that dude, just two times that dude. Yeah. Brad Holmes deserves it. He did a great job. A really great job. Did you see him going bananas in the elevator? Yes. That's pretty awesome. You look at his, his last three drafts. He built that whole team in three and, years. And then not only that, I, I like the fact that he brought back the alumni. Moments Brown, my frat brother, like he's a big, intricate part of what the Lions, like like a part of their culture this year. They brought him in the, in the ring of honor up there. And, you know, there was some even some speculation if the, if the Lions figure out a way to get to the Super Bowl, whether or not there should be, you know, some rings given out to some of the OGs like Barry Sanders, Sanders and stuff like that. I'm pulling – I am really pulling – for the Detroit Lions. Oh, uh, me too. Man. I think everyone in this area is. Do you know, like, have you ever been to Detroit? No, I have not. It's like, it's like, 
it's like the Midwest for real. Do you know how many fur coats and minks and gator shoes that you're going to see in Vegas if the Detroit Lions make it to the Super Bowl and pimp hats? Like, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I am rooting for them. I mean, one, it's a cool story, right? Yes, and it two, is. I don't want the 49ers to win. I mean, that's. No, I don't want to. Yeah, win. like, who wants that? All right. Mad Mike is up next. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are you guys doing today? <laughs> What's going Something on? Something tells me you're feeling just good today. I'm feeling pretty good because I got my Hardy tickets to, in the in the mail. Today. Oh, there we go. So, I think that was yeah, a shot. And my, my Joe Giglio uh, signed picture. No, no, no. What are you going to do with that? Is that like a, a garage thing, oh, that's basement? In, that's going in the office. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, Mike, um, anyway, um, I feel like yesterday's press conference was kind of my thesis statement. I've been <sighs> saying this to you guys, and I've been saying that this guy is just nothing but a puppet for Howie to do Howie things. And, like, you have nothing more than a head coach who's been neutered, emasculated, like, anything you want to call him. He is just a shell of a dude, just collecting a paycheck. And our team is a site, as a place where coaching careers go to die at this point. I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly, I'm worried about the future of this franchise just because who, who would willingly want to come here? other than as a stepping stone to somewhere else. But this is not where you go to be like, I'm going to be the Eagles head coach. No, I'm going there so I can be a head coach elsewhere because that is a toxic, awful place to be at. I don't know about all that. Well, it, it does. this part of it does make me wonder about the future. I mean, if they, they're taking all this power away from him, who and it, let, yeah. let's say it works a little bit, Mike. Let's say they, they bounce back a little bit next year. That may be the way they do it from now on. Like the head coach yeah. is just standing there and they, they control the coordinators. I'm tired of being told that, uh, you know, you know how he's, it's raining outside when Howie's just peeing on us. Like, <laughs> it, he's literally just, he's, they lie to you. They tell you everything's okay. It's not okay. And I'm tired of this collaborative effort nonsense. And I'm tired of Howie Roseman. Like, he is a cancer that needs to be cut out of this franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not going to be. I mean, we know that. Mike, we appreciate the phone call. Congratulations on your winning again. Of course, the signed portrait of me, which he claims is going in his office, and also the That's Hardy That's a little tickets. bit over the top, though, man. I mean, the Howie formula, stuff or, yeah, the, or my picture? The, 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 well, no, the picture was awesome. That's an awesome <laughs> picture. I'm just saying the over the top about being a cancer and all that other stuff. Howie did bring a Super Bowl to Philadelphia. Yeah. And I think part of what drives Howie and the reason why he's, in, he's on this mad power struggle which has worked to his benefit, by the way, is because of what Chip did to him. You don't, you don't want to go back to that. Now, as far as if the formula – I feel like Howie's uh, aware enough that if the formula doesn't work, then he will, he, will, he will tweak the formula. I think good GMs do that, and I, I consider him one of them. Now, on the flip side of that, Kosiriani knew what he was signing up for, and he, he's okay with that. He was okay, regardless of what you feel about him, he was okay walking out in that press conference and swallowing that pride and doing exactly what he was asked to do at that press conference. That's the reality of the situation. He knew, like, this is where, I, if I blame him for anything, I blame him for that feeble-ass answer that he gave when he was asked flat out what you do. Like, if you give, like, listen, I ain't the most eloquent speaker, as Kyle likes to point out on the, a day to day basis. Those, those, yeah, I knew those, it was coming. Those, I, I knew it was coming. But I'm okay with that. And I know that's where I am. But I you tell you what, if you give me one week to figure out how to say a sentence, like in one week, hell, John, you need a week. Give me a day. 
Hell, give me three hours. A legit threat. Of give me a, three. A, a legit Kyle, threat. Give me three hours. Don't laugh at that, Joe. It's not funny. Eminomini. I didn't ask you for a huge greatest hits, <laughs> but th- you give me three hours. I'm gonna come up with what better than what he said. I'm gonna do better than that. I'm gonna give you something better than that. Smoking crack is like a great high. Let's hear it again. Sirianni yesterday asked very simply, "What do you do around here?" If the offensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense, and the defensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense. What is your role going to be? <laughs> the head coach you know, the football team. What does team. that entail? How how does it change? Yeah, um, I guess what you know it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now um but you know if that mean i'll sit more into defensive meetings at times maybe right instead of always being in an offensive meeting maybe i go to a defensive meeting here maybe and there um but my job is to be the head coach of the team not the head coach of the offense not the head coach of the defense not the head coach of the special teams but be the be the head coach of the football team maybe and so that's building the culture game. that's making sure the cultures um you know working you know with our our five core values are taking every day at a time like we're not coming up with new core values uh no we way, may shuffle of where you know where the things are that are important um and the most important um but that's diving into that building the culture having a relationship with the guys on uh, the i'm football. putting you out of our, out of our misery so, he, I, I actually, <laughs> so you ever uh, watch a movie or watch a show and you watch it multiple times you see different things <laughs> yeah so i actually heard something different that time what you hear he said he needs to dive into the core values, not just reshuffle them. He's going to dive headfirst, everyone, into the core What's values. What's wrong with these core values? What's the one camaraderie? Is that the one? I don't know. If that's yeah, one. What are the core Because you said it started with a C. Yeah, no, that's it's a C. Connect, connection, connectivity. Connectivity. I need to figure out what's going on with this connectivity. And maybe we need to move this from, from what, core value number four yeah. to, to one. Because somewhere along the connectivity line, this ain't working. What does he mean by dive into him? Like Scrooge McDuck and the the, 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 the gold, gold coin pool? It's a, you know what I gotta say, and I like this guy, but that's a very Gabe Kapler quote. <laughs> I'm gonna dive in our core values. What do you attack rest yeah, I, and all I, that I, crap? I could have did better than that, man. I think, I think you, I think you could have too. Yeah, I mean, or if I couldn't have did better, I would have just got real defensive. What Emotional armor, physical armor. <laughs> it's the I guess for me, and this is why when people bring up Joe. Jim Har- John Harbaugh doesn't call plays. Mike Tomlin doesn't call plays. John- Dan Campbell doesn't. But they ooze confidence. But do you think if they're asked what they do all day, they would say, I guess I'm going to dive into our core values and maybe. I like that idea. I love it. <laughs> maybe go into a meeting room? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, it was pretty funny, too, though. It was. I mean, we've gotten a lot of laughs out of it. Because you're looking at it like, dang. Like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, no, baby, what is you doing? You're about to get killed after that. We have all worked with or currently work with someone, and you just wonder, what do they do all day? That's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I'm a compassionate, competitive man. He is. He's a leader of men, man. I still I still feel like he's a leader of men. He, he needs to fix this culture, though. Like, when he, like I said, the most egregious things that the reporters did do was when they asked him about the culture. Or when he said that's what he does, set the culture. Mm. So I would have asked, why didn't you set the culture after that uh, slide that we went on? What happened with the culture then? I'd have, I'd have definitely asked that. It's like Jalen has used the phrase, he sets the the thermostat in the room. Yeah, yeah. But if it's if the you go in the room and it's ninety five degrees, it's in there, chilly. Or what are you was, doing? Or is it super chilly? Yeah, because it felt like it got a little chilly. It did feel chilly, too yeah, cold. Yeah, you don't want to be chilly. too cold in a room. And the, it it don't it doesn't sound like because the one thing they didn't address was. The, the, the mixed messages coming out of the locker room. Didn't address that. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like they feel like that's something that, that is very fixable, but we don't know. Because 
I, I feel like that was part of the reason why we got so fragmented towards the end. I really, really do. So, yeah, well, I think you're right about that. And it, it changed the way this whole thing went down. The other question that wasn't asked yesterday, and I would have loved to hear the response, especially the Howie, because Nick's been asked about this already. I, I wish someone would have asked about the way the players were talking down the stretch of the season. Dallas Goddard to us, saying they may have overlooked some yeah. teams. You know, Sidney Brown talking about losing to the worst team in the NFL. I mean, that's if your thing is connectivity and, and core values and, and reshuffling and, and diving right was, in, yeah. you know, what happened there? Because that's part of it. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.